This podcast is created for farmers and powered by Pioneer Agronomy to bring you agronomic insights and proven solutions to fuel forward-thinking farming. Welcome to the Anna Pioneer Agronomy podcast. This is Brian Schrader again, joined by our collective agronomist from across the state of Indiana. And for something a little bit different, uh, to have a little bit of fun here over the course of the season, what we're going to do is we're going to let you guys kind of into and see our uh, hybrid draft. So we're actually going to play a little bit of fantasy football, fantasy baseball type uh, situation with our corn hybrids over the course of uh, the growing season. We'll try to keep you updated, but we're gonna be looking at these and talking about these, and we're gonna go through the list of products that are available. We're each gonna pick a couple hybrids, and you guys are gonna get to follow along with us over the season to see how these hybrids do. And then at the end of the season, at the in the fall after harvest, we're gonna report back to you uh, on uh, yield and on agronomics, and you can see who's gonna win and we'll probably figure out something for the winner. I don't know what that'll be at this point, Carl, but we'll certainly figure it out. There's got to be a good uh, trophy to be presented on one's oh, mantle here post-harvest. That, so That's a good so, idea. So, Carl, okay. this was kind of your, uh, your thing. Maybe lay out some ground rules, share with uh, folks how this is going to work, and uh, we'll get started then. Okay. So, like uh, – Brian was sharing here the whole idea is for us to talk about, you know, some of the, the newer uh, genetics that Andrew Farrell and uh, the rest of the product agronomy team has brought forth. And uh, so how we're going to kind of decide what the what the quote unquote best corns are is by taking a look at using our product knowledge plots across the state of Indiana as our as our database to um, rely on here. And we're going to deem things as you have to place in the top five for uh, the hybrid to be considered, um, you know, deemed doing well. And so if a hybrid places first in a plot, that earns itself five points. Second place would get it four points. Third place, three points. Fourth place, two points. Fifth place, one point. And we're going to aggregate all that, um, you know, information here as we go across the harvest season. So as um, plots get harvested, we'll have updates along the way. Um, there's definitely some variation across the great state of Indiana in terms of which hybrids are in what plot. So there's a little bit of strategizing that one can do as they're putting together their draft board here on which hybrid they, they may or may not choose to pick. And we're each going to get two of them. So it'll be your team of two that's going to contribute to who the, uh, the, the big winner is at the end of this. So thought it'd be a creative way to have a little bit of fun, talk about some of the new hybrids that we have coming and, uh, and uh, yeah, good way to kind of lean into the sound data that we have with our product knowledge plots. There's a couple hundred of them that are scattered across the state of Indiana each year. And so we feel pretty good about leaning on that as a, as a good way to rank out um, how the hybrids are going to perform. So Brian, without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and randomly generate what our, uh, our draft order is going to be this year. And so with the six of us on the podcast, here we go. So let's see. The very first pick is going to go to Brian Early, and the second pick is going to go to Andrew Farrell, third to Carl Jorn, and followed thereafter, fourth to Brian Schrader, and fifth to Jason Geis, and sixth to Dan Emmert, and then we'll have Dan wrap us back around and finish things out. So Brian Early, you are on the clock and you can share with us what your first overall selection is and why you chose it. 
All right, Carl. So uh, this is awesome. I get to go first because I'm trying to beat Mr. Mr. Farrell to this hybrid. And uh, so the hybrid I'm picking, it has to be the most beautiful hybrid I've ever seen. Comes out of the ground better than any hybrid I've ever seen. Has awesome grain quality. And unfortunately, lives under 953 shadow on the yield side. But when you look at the data, it's right there neck and neck with it. So the, the first hybrid I'm going to pick is P1136 AM. All right, 11.36 a.m. to Brian Early. Very good. Well, that brings us to our esteemed product agronomist colleague, Andrew Farrell. Andrew, with the second selection of the 2022 uh, Indiana Corn Hybrid Draft, your selection is? Well, that kind of stinks, Brian, because you stole the pick right out from under me. I know it's not the one that everybody would have picked, but I, I agree with you. That's, uh, man, that's my favorite hybrid to look at in the field so and i even gave it the kiss of death by saying it was my personal favorite out of that advancement class and then it actually performed well so it's even it even survived that so uh dang you for stealing it from me but i will take the obvious choice in 953 so that's actually next year going to be the number one hybrid for pioneer and the state of indiana as far as sales it's the one we couldn't get enough of and it's reason being is simple it's yield 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 and we expect it to be in the top five for yield just about every time. It's kind of like 1197 historically was for us. It's just, it's always there. So that's why I'm going to pick it uh, on top of just agronomics are very sound, shorter, shorter statured plant, nice grain quality, good stalks, good roots. It's uh, going to be that type of hybrid that can go on everybody's farm next year across the state. It, it should be on everybody's order. So well, how about that? With the uh, the third overall pick, uh, I feel like I'm in a great position here um, with the Jorn Corn Hybrid team. Uh, I really thought this was the number one corn on my draft board, so I am just I'm tickled as can be to draft a P1383 AM, a very uh, an introductory hybrid, so one that you all may be hearing of for the very first time. Whereas uh, Andrew and Brian selected two new hybrids this year. Um, that we would have had out in our product knowledge plots last year. But 1383 uh, is a hybrid that's going to do very well on those uh, moderate to high yielding acres. It's going to be a hybrid that's going to do well kind of in our eastern corn belt growing area. Uh, excellent on the top end with better stability and stress tolerance over some of our other uh, hybrids that we've got experience with and that kind of for my area the fuller season side of things 112 day and beyond but for Dan and Jason right in the heart of their maturity so I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing 1383 uh, on the on the Jorn corn team uh, bringing uh, good grain quality better drought tolerance good short stature which is good for a shorter man of stature like myself uh, and good good disease tolerance so Tough to come out with a better uh, first overall pick um, for the Jorn Corn Squad, and we'll uh, we'll see what uh, Mr. Schrader does here at the four spot. All right, Carl. Well, I'm going to go a little bit out of the norm for a guy from Northern Indiana here. My pick for my first hybrid is going to be 1587Q, and so you know, not a big uh, chrome 
use area here in eastern Indiana. We're getting a little more rootworm pressure all the time. This hybrid really works. It's a gorgeous looking hybrid for me. The thing that I really like about this hybrid is if I put it in a little bit of a more difficult, tougher situation, it's going to perform, but it's also got that top end uh, yieldability to be able to do really well if everything goes right for us and you've got it in uh, good soil. So not probably expecting the guy well north of 70 to pick the 115 CRM product out of the group. But uh, that one, I'm I'm feeling pretty good with that one being my first pick. <laughs> well, let's see what the fellas down south have to say about that. Jason Geis is now on the clock with the fifth overall selection. Uh, Jason, where how are you feeling here as the boards come back to you and the on the back end of the first round? Well, Carl, I'm surprised that you stole 1383 out from under me, but uh, you know we'll we'll see what happens here. Um, you know, one of them that I really liked looking at in plots last year, um, just because of its overall agronomic package, and then not to mention it won uh, won the NCGA contest uh -huh. last year is twelve twenty two. So I see Dan's upset that I got to pick before him because that's uh, that's going to be my first player on my corn team is uh, twelve twenty two a.m. Excellent choice. That was uh, that was next on the board for for. Uh, this corn team owner here. I wonder where Dan Emmert's going to go as we uh, wrap around on the snake draft here. Dan, you have the sixth and seventh overall selections. Uh, now, be mindful of the egos on your corn team, depending on who you're going to go ahead and select first of those two. Yeah, sixth pick, top five hybrids get points. Thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so all all those were on. Uh, we're, we're very high on my list. Um, a, a couple questions for you guys up north about your plot. I'm assuming average yield environment is usually up over 200, 220. Yeah. Well, I never have, I hardly ever have a plot that's below 200, Dan. Yeah. Same way here, unless we're targeting drought environment or something. Okay. How many, how many of your reps are putting in 115, 116 day products? Is it like 20%? Uh, no, more than that. We've probably half. Okay. I'd probably say, I'd probably say 20% is fair for, for all of the plots that go in for me, Dan, maybe, maybe more, maybe close to that 30, 40%. Okay. Well, seeing as how you have taken my top five choices for 112 and earlier, I'm going to go with uh, P1608 AM. A new advancement. Um, I, I double checked and called my source Kale and I asked him which one of our full season products moved north the best and he assured me that it was probably 1608. So uh, excellent grain quality on that one too. Re really good stock. So um, hoping for another full season type year even though we're looking at May planting dates. Hmm. Okay, I like it. 1608 for the Dan Emmert team and Dan, the bruised ego for the seventh overall selection that uh, had to be bested by 1608 here. Who, who's going to be the second and final addition to your team? Hmm. Um, I'm, I'm going all in on full season, Carl. Okay. And so I'm, I'm torn between two. One was the the product to beat last year and the other is the new kid on the block um 
So I think I'm going to go, I'm going to go with the one that I was very impressed with last year, 17, 18. Good. good it makes me feel good that, you know, hearing you guys say most of your plots are over 220 because man, when the yield location average was over 220, 240, the, the places I saw it last year, 17, 18, just had another gear and, and really blew things out of the water. So I'm going with 116 and 117 day products for slots number six and seven. Uh, staying true to form there for your location in Southern Indiana, taking advantage of the full season and all the extra sunshine and heat you guys get. We'll see what Jason Geist does with the first selection being 1222 for his group. Where's he going to go next? Gosh. Yeah, I'm having a hard time with this one too. I'm debating on whether I want to play the odds with 1197 here because I assume that's going to be a check in quite a few of our plots across the state. Um, but I'm also pretty excited here about this new kit on the block that Dan's been referencing. And, uh, you know, I think I'm going to add 1511 to my team. That way him and I can battle it out here in Southern Indiana uh, with 1511 versus 1718. No, I, I like that. Um, so the Southern Indiana boys are representing the full season maturity groups very well. Let's see what Brian Schrader does as he went full season. As uh, we go north into our growing area, Brian, where, where are you taking things? Yeah, believe it or not, Carl, I'm going back a little bit early now. And so I'm going to a little bit of gamesmanship here, really good, solid hybrid been around for a while, but got some good performance. I'm going 728 my other product. So, oh, excellent choice, Brian uh, and Brian and Carl. All three of us here on the podcast probably have quite the affinity for 720. Um, so good to see that one. Um, you know, selected here. I, I considered trading up to get ahead of Brian Trader to make that selection, but I wasn't taking phone calls at that moment in time. So, uh, for the sake of um, making Jason guys feel good here. I think I'm going to go with the steady Eddie and P 1197. Uh, I think nothing more needs to be said, a very consistent product across a, a wide variety of acres, good area of adaptation. And so I think that uh, if it is in a lot of checks, hopefully it's going to make its way into the top five, but if not, that's okay with me. Cause that means that uh, all the new corn Andrew Farrell's been advancing is finally putting bushels on top of it. So Should with we that, refer to eleven ninety seven as the Vada, as as the Adam Vintateri of the Pioneer lineup. <laughs> Got some whiskers, but still does its job and very consistent. Can be relied upon. I think I think that's a good good call out, Brian Trader. That's a pretty good <laughs> reference for a guy that doesn't watch professional football. <laughs> Let's, I'm interested to see what Andrew Farrell does here as the uh, board falls to him with the second to final selection of the uh, the corn draft here. Yeah, I am going to roll the dice on this hybrid. Uh, that's because it's only going to be at about half of our plots because it was very parency limited here in its launch year. It's an intro hybrid, but I'm going to pick this one because of how consistent it is. It's one of those hybrids that as we looked at it in its final stage of uh, its experimental life, you can close your eyes before you walk into the plot and envision what this hybrid was going to look like and guess that it was going to be at the top of the page for the yield. And you'd walk out into the plot and that's exactly what it looked like. And it was at the top of the page for yield. So I'm going to go with 1170 AM and just hope that even though it's been half our plots, it still gets me enough top five finishes to get me some points. So 
got to roll the dice if you're going to win the plot or win a game like this. So that's my that's my pick. Yeah, that's selection. only because you guys aren't putting 1077 in enough plots this year because everybody's kind of moved past it. So <laughs> get that last no. jab in there here before I got to take off. Very good. Thank you, Mr. Andrew. Farrell. Some of these uh, half plot bags, I was going to try to try to stretch across two locations. I may just keep those in the bed of my truck. Hey, 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 uh, hey, hey, no, <laughs> let's, let's get it out there or see it. We got to see it. <laughs> uh, excellent. No, Andrew had the guts that I did, and I like 1170. It, it was next on my board, but I just had some character issues that I was worried about not showing, um, uh, making the attendance at enough plots this year. So to Andrew's point on parent seed limits, that's a, uh, that's going to be the uh, the roll of the dice there that he took, and I, I hope that he's rewarded for it. Uh, Brian Early to cap off our uh, our twelve selections here, the twelfth and final pick of the uh, of the corn draft. Where where are you going? All right, so to a couple with eleven thirty six, another hybrid that uh, that we don't talk about enough, but you look at its consistency. Uh, this hybrid is also uh, as a waxy and a conventional is at the top of the page, probably will be the best yielder of both of them. Um, I, this hybrid's also, uh, when you look at diseases with tar spot being such a big influence, it's great on that. Uh, just all around awesome. This, I'm going to pick 924 Chrome. Dan, can I, I couldn't hear you. Yeah, I realized I was on mute after I was about halfway through my comment. I thought he was going to pick 1359 because it's also a conventional and a waxy and very consistent and very good plant health. And, you know, 109-day chrome just really isn't on my radar down here in southwest Indiana. So your numbers are really going to hurt you, Brian, because I have two chrome <laughs> plots. Yeah, yeah, but we have a, we have a lot, Dan. It gets thrown in most of our plots. So, and really, you know, if you guys think about it, it don't have to be in all the plots. It just has to get you with a lot of points. So that's right. Yep, I did the that's same thing. Point. I actually wrote down uh, I wrote down Brian Early next to thirteen fifty nine on my paper here, and uh, threw me for a curveball there. Yeah, I doubt if you guys dabbled at nine twenty four. Nine twenty four in our geography last year was. I mean, as much press as 953 got, if you look at our data, 924 was there with it almost every time. It is, it's a great hybrid. Could not agree more as the uh, individual representing the, the corn rootworm contingent uh, for the Indiana team on, on the draft podcast here. 924 is probably my second selection uh, after 953. So great hybrid. And I too had Brian Early down for 1359, even as he was describing the corn that he selected there at number, number 12 overall. So uh 1359 not even selected as mr irrelevant for this year's draft uh perhaps would have gone with a 13th selection if we went a few more rounds but it'd be a lot of fun to see who comes out on top i think uh i think this should be a good way to kind of uh you know check in throughout the year see how each of our corns are looking and and uh talk about and razz each other for for our selections and see see who did the best you know, Carl, all joking aside, you think about it, you've got agronomists representing the entire state of Indiana, and we were all able to choose a couple products, and nobody feels slighted in what we picked. We're all pretty confident in our picks, and like we said, 1359 not represented in my part of the world, 1380. Nobody picked 1185 AM. That's the number one selling product in all of Pioneer, and we didn't pick it. 
So, you know, I think it just speaks to the diversity that we've got in our lineup, the ability to make a package, all joking aside. I mean, this is going to be great fun to do during the season, but I hope everybody understands that us not picking a product is not an indication of our lack of confidence in it at all. We're playing the game here, but it's really exciting that you could get this many guys together to pick products and we're, none of us have been out of shape about what our team looks like. Uh, that's well said. I think, uh, I think this should be, should be a good experience. If you all want to play along and do this at home, but by all means do so, uh, we'll see if there's a way for us to incorporate you with our, our corn league draft one way or the other. Um, but, but yeah, I think this should be, uh, this should be enjoyable. So thanks guys for taking the time and participating in our first annual corn hybrid derby draft. And we'll, we'll see what becomes of it. All right. Well, I guess with that, we'll call this one an episode. As I mentioned, we'll keep everybody updated as we go through uh, the growing season on our picks. Uh, try to make sure we report in and talk about uh, each of the products and how they're performing in plots. Hopefully you'll enjoy uh, going along with us as we go through plots and uh, look at these things and talk about them on the podcast. So with that, thanks for joining us for this episode for our first annual hybrid draft for the Indiana Pioneer Agronomy Podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode from the Pioneer Agronomy Team. Be sure to visit pioneer.com backslash podcasts to access additional episodes and learn more about our extensive on-farm data and innovative digital tools that are fueling forward-thinking farming.